Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. You're listening to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 51. Just a reminder, you can find all my shows and notes at callthatgirl.biz slash office365 or at callthatgirl.podbean.com. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash callthatgirl. And I've been putting out more daily videos, folks. I haven't named the show yet, but it's um, I've been saying the end of day business roundup and just kind of talking about the jobs on a day-to-day uh, level. And what I'm trying to do, which hopefully is SEO magic, is I titled the shows uh, something that I worked on that day. So when people go to YouTube and search it because they want help, they will hopefully find me and hopefully hire me. I am getting a lot more calls from people that have said, oh, I've been seeing your videos. So when marketing talks, you have to listen. All right, then before we get going today, uh, we are going to thank our friends over at AppRiver. They are uh, email and web specialists. And don't forget to check out the show I did with Steve Harris a few shows ago. And I think it was show 49, a full interview. And you get you get to get to know him a little bit. You can get to know the company, all the products they they have, um, why I use them, why a lot of clients use them, and their different programs, reseller, affiliate partnerships. Um, I've been with them for three years plus now, and I am a partner. I'm one of the partner planned clients. So I really... I really like working with them, and I'm thankful that they sponsor the show here. Okay. Also, uh, remember you can join the Facebook groups. There's the IT Business Owners Group run by Scott Sanders, and uh, there's, I don't know, 250 people in that group. It's awesome. And then my Office 365 group, which I think has like 150 members maybe. Um, not, not so much conversation in that group, but it's, but when you have a question, everybody steps out. That's nice. I like that. All right, folks. So, uh, last week must've been password reset week. I don't know why I had so many calls for it and my prepaid client tickets. Sometimes I just do those for free, but a lot of other people, you know, they weren't prepay and they were like, Oh, do you have my password in the notes. I'm like, no, I kind of stopped keeping notes for passwords years ago because people really change them anyway. <laughs> Even if I do, you know, have them, they change them. So what's the point? So I kind of have made it a, a, just a rule. I do not keep passwords and I charge to have them reset. And I do kind of believe I am the most expensive password resetter in the world. So, um, also to talk about passwords, I've also created a new, um, little tips on our appointment when you book time with me. Uh, it might have a little too much in there, but for, the, for people that read the whole thing, it's going to be valuable. It's just little tips on, uh, like have all your passwords that you know ready. Have your, uh, Microsoft accounts ready. Have your installation disk ready. Uh, you know, I will call you. <laughs> Sometimes I get clients that try calling me at appointment time and, I do the calling, even though it's just called that girl. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how that little tips things goes. I don't want to tell people I'm the most expensive password resetter in the world. But what's funny is we're in the middle of a job, and I'm like, I need your password. And 
once we start going into one level, two levels, three levels, and then they're guessing, I'm like, we're just going to reset it. And people hate resetting a password because then they have to reset stuff on their phone and their other devices and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I know, but I mean, I love sitting there trying to guess the password as I'm billing you for the time. But honestly, I don't because I want to get on with the job. <laughs> I actually like doing the work. <laughs> That's what I love. So anyway, I'll, I'll let you folks know how this little tips things goes. And if it works for my folks, then maybe it'll work for you folks too. Okay, let's see. This last week I had a few what I like to call the Office 365 aftercare calls. So what happens is a company will get Office 365. They either do it through Microsoft, another tech company, or they do it themselves sometimes too. But then they, then they have a lot of problems because they don't understand what they bought or they don't understand why something isn't magically working. And, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's a conflict because they already had pre-installed products like iCloud. That tends to happen a lot. Someone went from iCloud to Exchange and they've got multiple calendars. So here's what I do is I kind of go in and clean up the mess for people. And then I showed them some tricks and I do some training and offer them new ideas because Office 365 has a lot of cool features for teams and individuals, and they just don't know it. So I did do one for this uh, company, and actually they were in Las Vegas, and that's where I live, so I thought it was cool that I got to work with a local firm. But uh, their first hour was just setting up the calendar sharing and the uh, context sharing and the little simple stuff, you know, the little things they like. But then... They're like, well, we want help with OneDrive. So the owner had actually set up the OneDrive on his computer and um, got the folder to sync. And he was working out of it. And he didn't say that he was having problems, but he wanted his team to be on it. Okay, so I told him, let's book another appointment and we'll work on just that OneDrive. I told him, no guarantees. And I also told him, be prepared because not a lot of technicians are enjoying their experience with OneDrive. <laughs> I said, and if we're not enjoying it, you are not going to enjoy it because it's frustrating. There are so many problems with it still not being a functional product. So I told him, look, I'm going to put some time into it, but not a lot. Here's what you should do, though, is if you want a stable online file sharing system, use Dropbox. And I told him how much it costs, and I, we went through all that. And um, so I think he kind of knew, but he did want to try the OneDrive because he was like, hey, I'm paying for it. And I go, I get it. So the next appointment I got with him, uh, I remoted into his computer and his assistant's computer. Um, I set up her OneDrive the right way that I know of. She had two other corrupted OneDrives in her file explorer window. I'm like, I don't even know how she got those there. Anyway, so I got mine going. I started to download all the folders. And as far as I know, there's no secret magic button that says download folders only. But my client told me, yes, there was a magic button that said only download the folders. Now, who would do that? Really? Just download folders? My God, well, that makes no sense. So anyway, um, what happened was the folders came down and I said, well, look, the mail or the, the data should be coming. So let me check back in a few hours. Okay. I did the sync button. I, you know, everything I, I know how to do it. I called back four hours later, no data. And I said, that's it. 
I don't even want to get into this mess. She already had two corrupted installations. I don't know what she had done. Neither one of them had anything in it, and they were just sitting there, and I couldn't remove them. That's the other part. <sighs> so I was like, okay. So I called him back and said, I did the basics here. I mean, without hardcore troubleshooting and reworking and a whole bunch of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I said, so I think you should think about Dropbox. And, um, you know, we talked for a few minutes about it, and we actually figured out that they only need one account shared between three people. So I was like, there you go. That sounds like a, a great solution for 100 bucks. They're a very small firm. They're not very big. And they don't have a lot of folders, really, like 50, you know. So anyway, for those out there that are having successful OneDrive, you know, setup, configuration, and training users, I applaud you. I, I just, maybe I just, um, I'll admit defeat, but I just, you know, even from scratch fresh, I, I just haven't had success with this. And, uh, you know, I had a, a guy a few weeks ago call me, and it was a free consult, and he was like, well, we're looking for Office 365 help. And they basically just said, we just want help with this OneDrive. And I said, honestly, he just rattled off, like, so many problems that that he was having. And you know what? He wasn't a client. Sorry about that. He was another technician that wanted to hire me to t train his team of techs. That's what it was. He owned a tech company, and he had a bunch of techs, and he wanted me to train them how to do OneDrive correctly. And after he told me all his problems, I said, I can't, I can't fix this either. He goes, I'm banging my head against the wall wondering why this don't work. And I said, and he goes, and I've called Microsoft, and they can't fix it. And I'm like, see, if there was just a OneDrive expert, they would make millions of dollars right now, right now, but I've yet to find one. So anyway, that's, I guess, my rant. And if anybody's listening and you're like, hey, Lisa, I do know it and I do have it figured out, call me. Let's talk about it because you have some valuable information that others need and I could probably make you a lot of money. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so next up is that I've had another lovely week of Gmail and more Gmail problems and more Gmail problems. I don't know. Sometimes it seems to go in waves, but... This week I had people with Gmail and more overloaded email, which is common, because um, Gmail puts a little, those two folders, one's called all mail and the important folder, and that's like little hoarding tanks that is not even intentional by the clients by any means. Um, so the first thing I've been doing is I just go right in for the kill. I do two things. Uh, one is I log into Gmail on the browser. I go to the labels and I start shutting off all the folders they don't need. And this kind of happens to fix other things too because um, I, it's not that I don't mind paying someone for two or three hours of cleaning up Gmail, but if they have enough space left in their Gmail account, and I mean, honestly, if they upgrade the space too, that's not going to fix the Outlook problem, but um, if they have enough in the, in the manager at the very bottom of the inbox, I'm like, well, let's just hide it, you know, whatever. But eventually, you know, you have to get that data off if, if their outlook, if there's another problem. But so anyway, I've been hiding the important and all mail folders. That really seems to help a lot. Um, I've also been moving email out of the sent items and the inbox because a lot of my people have large inboxes and sent items. So those are my little tips. And also, if you've ever tried to set up Gmail, 
and it won't authenticate using just a regular email account without manually doing the setup, you might have to turn off some of the apps. I'll put that in the notes too here. It's called Less Apps. I have a shortcut link and it's really swift. So those are just kind of two Gmail issues that happen. And let's see. Okay, I'm going to, uh, let's see. I'm going to move on to the topic today, which is, uh, so last week I had a client that I had set up Mosey on their computer many years ago, and Mosey is a great product. Um, you know, what I loved about Mosey was that, well, I liked the product. It was easy to use. Restoring data was nice. You know, it had a nice interface. I mean, it was pretty easy for me and the clients to figure out. And they had a great affiliate program. And then, like all companies, they shut off their affiliate program, which kind of was a big bummer because then I had to go find another company because, hey, if I'm going to sell a product, I like affiliate money, you know. Well, after working with that new company for like a year, they shut off their affiliate program. So I was just like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm just not going to really focus on helping people with online backup unless they need it. And then I just started setting them up with Mosey anyway. So I was doing it for no affiliate. But anyway, I had a client that uh, was having a password snag. So I had to work with uh, the company, and the, the parent company is EMC. So um, I finally was not being able to get through this password snag. I was getting kind of frustrated. So I said, look, uh, I called the sales department, and someone from sales called me back. And this gal calls me, and she's like, oh, Lisa, don't worry. We'll help you get it figured out. And I said, well, look, you know, she was kind of asking me about sales. You know, like how I do it. And I was like, I don't. And here's why. And she was really interested because I told her what I do now. And she's like, oh, you sell Office 365? And I said, yes, but I use a reseller uh, or I'm, I'm a partner with a company. And so I was explaining it to her and she was starting to perk up because she's like, well, we just bought a company that does online backup for Office 365. Do you want to trial it and test it? I said, well, all right. You know, I, I really wasn't thinking about a new product to offer. And I said, well, what's your plans? And, of course, there's no affiliate plan, which kind of bummed me out. But uh, they do have a reseller plan. And um, I said, okay, well, send it to me and I'll go see it. Because there's, you know, there's a lot of things that people want me to sell for them, you know, and I'm like, I don't know if I need to sell that to people or if I want to. It's a lot of hassle or maybe it's not, whatever. So anyway, I'll get talking about this product here. So the company that uh, was bought by EMC was called Spanning.com. They really do, let me go open up the window here. They have about four products that they do for backup. Google Apps, Office 365, Salesforce, and then they got some free tools for Google Apps. Since I'm not a Google Apps expert, I probably won't be selling that for that anyway. But uh, it looks like they got a couple little things for um, whatever, things I don't know about. Okay, so um, I, I get the trial test. I go uh, start the, the instructional. Uh, you know, it actually went pretty easy. There was one glitch that when I, uh, I got to a glitch point and I emailed the support team there at Spanning, and they were pretty quick with uh, responding to me, which is a sign of, uh, for me, if they can respond that quick, I like that kind of company right there, okay? I like people that are responsive with emails and phone, period. 
So if that guy wanted to email me back for a day, I wouldn't have even moved on because I don't like that. But anyway, he did even email me back quickly. And so then I was like, okay, I'm getting further in my setup. The configuration literally probably only took like 10 real minutes, not even. I mean, it was pretty like click a button install. You know, you did have to be logged in in my Office 365 account as a global admin, which I am. So that was cool. And I mean, I wouldn't even say 10 minutes. I mean, it was so fast that I didn't have to do much either. And the interface had to plug in with the, um, you know, when you're in Office 365, that little button at the top, I don't even know what it's called, with the four little, or the nine squares. I don't even know the name of that thing, but uh, when you go in there, this actually becomes an app in that whole little area where all the other stuff is. So anyway, uh, you just click there, and, and you start your initial backup. And because uh, I really keep my exchange box pretty clean, mine was done like in no time. I mean, seriously, no time. And then I was like, okay, let's go do it. I went and started to mess around with my folders in my Outlook. And I uh, moved a couple off to a PST file and gave the server, you know, a couple minutes to sync up. And then I went to the spanning tool and um, drilled down and clicked on the folders I deleted and said restore. And holy shit, I'm not kidding you. Within like a second in Outlook, that folder was at the top of my... Outlook on the left-hand side said restored folder, and it was all there. I mean, it was that fast. I loved it. I was like, okay, I'm super impressed. Nothing really ever seems to work that well. So um, I, I haven't, you know, gone ahead yet with sales and stuff like that, but I was very impressed. And I started working with the gal, and I said, you know, I, I'm not really working with an online backup company, and... Uh, I said, you know, I'm interested. Let's talk a little more. And I said, I'm not aware of one that anybody in my circles are talking about. I mean, you know how things start spreading. You know, the rumor mill, like, here's a good company, that. But uh, so we set up a meeting with Spanning, and I'll just be honest, you know, they, they kind of were like, we're not going to work out um, any kind of uh, affiliate plan at all. So right there, I'm not really interested in doing anything on that level. Uh, I, because I like affiliate link stuff. I like the client to pay their own bill. I, I don't mind paying, you know, I don't mind charging them for the install of it and the setup, but I just don't like managing invoices. And that's where the reseller thing doesn't work for my kind of company. I'm very clear with that with people because, you know, I got out of managing invoices years ago. When people call me for help, I get the credit card, the bill is closed. I don't have invo invoicing problems. I don't have to chase money. I've got my processes down. And uh, so spanning is a reseller only where you'd go buy the licenses. Uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. You know, I mean, for it's a cheap product. It's not expensive at all. And the install was literally, you know, click, click, clickety-click. Eh, little button here, little button there. I mean, it was so fast. So, I mean, for the price and stuff, if you're interested, uh, I would check it out. Um, I'm going to put uh, the gal's, um, I'm going to put the, the email to the gal in my notes for the show, but I'm going to hide it uh, on my website because I just don't want it out there on the internet. Um, so I'm going to hide it and the password will be lowercase ctg when you go to my notes and I'll have it on my website. So click on the link, it'll say hidden password, click there. So if anybody scrubs that site, they won't get her email.
Anyway, and if you are confused of what I just said, just email me, Lisa, call that girl.biz, and I'll send you her info. But anyway, I mean, if I was going to start invoicing and started to do that, what I would probably do is I'd probably sell the install package, I don't know, probably 150 bucks. You know, install it, pay for the license, and then have a little wiggle room for a support if need be. Um, I haven't really thought about it seriously because I'm probably not going to do it. But, um, you know, if, if they need a restore done, you know, that would include, you know, like the restore button for me to go do it, which honestly <laughs> didn't take very long at all. It was just so, so fast. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. I mean, I do like it. I just don't know if I need to sell it. So that takes me to my next topic is, um, you know, what is needed why would somebody need an online backup program for Office 365? Well, first of all, in all the years that I've been working with Exchange for like almost 16 now or 17, um, I've really never seen an Exchange account go corrupt. I mean, I know it's gotten destructed pretty bad, but most of the big, big companies I worked at, the client destructed it themselves and the, the server guys were like, no. They are screwed. We are not restoring a mailbox for them. And I can tell you that as like the Outlook girl at all my jobs, I would fight tooth and nail to get them to restore a mailbox, and they just wouldn't. I don't know if it was a policy at corporations, but, I mean, they just would never take the blame because exchange just works. So the clients usually messed it up, and they were like, no, they have to deal with that. Um I say I wouldn't say that that was true at the Mayo Clinic <laughs> because those doctors kind of get what they want when I worked there. But um, but yeah, it's a lot for. It, I just know that to restore a mailbox, it, re, it includes restoring many mailboxes, not just one person's. So that's why it's a pretty big deal, you know. And so I just don't know since I've been doing uh, hosted exchange years ago and the exchange online now with uh, AppRiver. I've never had to have anything recovered. I've, I think of all the years, I've only seen one person who fat fingered and deleted a folder by accident and hers was in her deleted items. I've never had anybody need to use the recover from deleted items, you know, button even. It just, I don't know. It just seems to be really stable that I don't know if it's necessary, but you know, for the cost, I mean, we're talking this product's under 50 bucks that you could resell it for. I mean, it's even cheaper if you buy it as a reseller. But, I mean, for 50 bucks a year, yeah, it might be worth it because, you know, you could have a data breach. You could have a bad employee. Uh, let's say one of your clients, you know, hires a bad employee, and that employee goes and destructs some company data on the server, which I think happened to a client of mine a few weeks ago when they were like, Lisa, we had an, uh, an employee... Oh, uh, that's not with us anymore. We can't find any of her email. And I said, oh, I could probably find it. Well, you know, I mean, I usually can because it's usually there's, a, there's an issue, right? Something, it's in an OST file or, or they hit it or whatever. But this gal actually <laughs> picked and choosed, or chose rather, email out of the inbox. And here's what I think she did is you can take email off a server permanently by moving it to a PST file and taking that PST, the PST file with you, you know? So 
uh, it wouldn't be in the deleted items because it was actually just taken off the server. She took all of the deleted items and she picked out, cherry picked email out of the inbox. And if there was other folders, I didn't know about it, but I mean, I could see where she went in and did that. And, um, I even had Rob the PowerShell. I might have talked about this on a past show. I had Rob do a PowerShell check because there's, uh, there's something you could do on the back end to look for purged, I think, deleted items, but that wasn't even in there. There was nothing. Like, I think she literally took it with her and you can't do anything about that. So if that's the case, you know, the, reco the recover, the backup, sorry, the online backup program would be nice because then you could go restore what they stole. But how often does that happen? It's, it's not very common. You know, when people generally call me uh, and I start smelling that something's wrong is when they start talking sneaky, you know, they might say, well, well, will the company know that we're making this file and you know, what they want is an export of their contacts calendar, whatever. I'm like, well, okay. So will the company know? sounds like to me, you're getting ready to leave the company. Uh, and they usually go, yeah. And I don't care if they're getting fired or they're quitting or if whatever they're doing, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. So I just get paid to do the work. So anyway, um, I mean, if somebody takes a copy, you wouldn't know, but if somebody actually destructed it, yeah, but I don't really hear about that much. Someone actually destructing data, but anyway, so, I mean, I just was trying to think of what the purpose would it be needed. It's so cheap. It's a nice little add on, you know, most of us techs don't think of selling an online backup service for office 365. I don't know if they, I don't know if that does the SharePoint. Uh, I don't think it does. I think it only, well, let me go look on their site here. Oh, by the way, it's spanning.com. Oh, it does OneDrive. Oh, unfortunately it does that OneDrive. It says spanning backup for office 365 automatically backs up email calendars and OneDrive. Oh, it doesn't say contacts. I might have to look into that. I just did a quick email. I'm more worried about the email, but my God, my contacts, my people would cry if their contacts were gone and they thought it was backed up. I'll, I'll check into that and update you on the next show. Oh yeah. My people and their contacts, man, that's just like their bread and butter. Alrighty. So anyway, that's kind of my, uh, overall, you know, discussion about that. I have, you know, like I said, it, the product, uh, this is a product review from my end. I mean, I didn't really dig in super deep, but, uh, I liked how fast it was to set up with just one minor glitch and I liked their support team. And, um, you know, if you're a, a fan of reselling, this might be something for you because I think I would sell it. I mean, if you're already reselling Office 365, you know, you could throw in a few more bucks a month and, and add it to your reseller stuff. And, you know, I mean, you guys that resell, you know how it works, you know, got to add up a little bit more, but for those that, uh, don't want to resell, you know, you'd have to buy it, invoice the client. To me, that's more work. And if you're into it, great. I'm just, I'm not. So I don't know. I'm still, I'm trying to work with them still to figure out if we could work out something. Now, I guess the clients could buy it themselves, uh, just standalone and you know, go through that. Maybe that's what I'll think about is having the clients just buy it themselves. And then I just bill them to configure it and manage it. A lot of my clients are actually prepay support tickets. 
So I would not even mind if they bought it and then I just did it and took it off their prepay because it literally took me 15 minutes. You know, that was pretty cool. I like that. Let's look at these split. So anyway, I'm trying to be fair. And, and like I said, I haven't worked with this company, this one, you know, ever before. But EMC I have, Mosey, back in the day. All right, gang. Well, let's see. Uh, what else is going on? Hmm. I don't know. I've got like six exchange migrations on the plate for this uh, month coming up. And I hope that they start coming in because I want to start doing some good work. May kind of sucked. May was not really my favorite month. You know, and what's funny is I looked at the money from last May and it sucked last May too. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe I just started to, eat to understand that May is going to suck and that should be marketing month. May is now marketing month because I went out and did a lot of marketing in May because I was slow and that's what I do. So, all right, gang, well, this is going to be a short show this week. Uh, if you want to, please check out my YouTube videos and give me some feedback. I've been doing them every day. They're like four minutes, five minutes, six minutes. Um, they're like the quick and dirty little things and not really topic themed. They're just more for general storytelling. And I'm trying to do something different. Because clients, I think, in our time right now, you know, for them to get to know a stranger off the internet is is a, is a way of understanding that person and they can hire them. And I'm not an offshore company, you know, and we're I'm a small business. And um, so anyway, any feedback would be great. Just uh, it's uh, the YouTube.com slash call that girl. All right, folks, I think that's the show this week. Let me go and get my closing notes here. And uh, there we go. This has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. Thanks to our sponsor, App River and Podbean, for hosting. If you have a story you want to share or be a guest on the show, contact me, Lisa, at callthatgirl.biz or check out my shows at callthatgirl.biz slash office365. And remember, if you need someone to assist you and your company with Office 365 Aftercare, training, the little buggy things with contacts and calendars, Feel free to contact me. I do have a commission plan and I also have a bunch of ebooks that you can find at callthatgirl.biz slash publications. All right, gang. See you next time. Thanks.